Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Paul, three wins away from his first NBA championship. Chris Paul, in his NBA Finals debut, goes for 32 points, nine assists, and the Suns win 118. 118, by the way, I want to repeat that. 106 over the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo does play, which was a bit of a surprise. That still gives you 20 and 17 but still, for the Bucs, uh, not nearly enough. And a much different-looking Bucks team now with him back in the lineup. So many different things we could pull apart from this game. But as Alhan Monica McNutter here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, J. Will joins us now live from Phoenix after up, part of What's the up, coverage team? of the game Morning. last night, NBA Countdown. Monica, why you call me Usher when I first got on? I- <laughs> Why are you, you playing me, Monica? First of all, that was Alan Yates, one of our terrific producers. <laughs> I'm in the studio, man. That, yeah, it was Alan, not me. But it was fitting. You did sound like the beginning of the Confessions video. <laughs> uh, That's the voice of a man who probably had about an hour and a half sleep before joining us here. Jay, thanks for joining us, my man. So All good, baby. All good. So, uh, all right, Jay, Jay Usher Williams. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Usher. So off of the game, we had our irrational, you know, game one takes. You're probably early asleep. Do you want to hear mine? Yes, yeah. I would love to hear All you, right. Monica. My overreaction, irrational take. The Bucks are better without Giannis on the floor because it unlocks Drew Yikes. Holiday and they occupy the same space and they can't play together. Huh. Wow. There you go. That's, that's a strong take. I like that. Mm-hmm. Completely irrational. Uh, can, I, can I put one together? Go, go for it. The Bucks are in the world championship despite the coaching oh, of Coach Budenholzer. Thank you. Oof. That was my take. Because I'm telling you, I'm sitting there watching the game last night, and I am, first off, blown away by CP3 and Devin Booker. But pregame, I said the in-game adjustments that Coach Bud would have to make would determine whether the Bucs would be successful in this series or not. And when there's not major turnaround time, like when you don't have time to prepare how you make those in-game adjustments, it's critical. So when you beat Atlanta – and it goes the way it did, and then there's a quick turnaround to get prepared for the Phoenix Suns, and you play the season pretty much in drop coverage, and then you decide to switch while still staying in drop coverage against pick and rolls. I mean, DeAndre Ayton was dominant last night. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's um, He's going to get paid. He, he's going to get paid. In his last two games, he's had 38 points and 36 rebounds on 80% shooting, and they were patient. So when they switched, it was either they threw the ball down low to a smaller guy, potentially Drew Holiday that was guarding DeAndre in. And then you had CP3 and Devin Booker, who pretty much had Brooke Lopez on them. And CP3 scored or assisted on 54 points, the third most in NBA Finals. Practically, though, Jay, and we've been kind of talking about this a little bit this morning, more so off air, but let's bring it to air. What is the adjustment in terms of defending? Because I don't know that I'm sold that fighting over the top is going to yield better results? I mean, we don't switch one through five. Would you switch one through three? Like, what is the practical adjustment in terms of that pick and roll? I think you have to blitz it. Okay. I think you have to uh, – Monica, I think jump. you have yep. to – whenever CP3 and, like, you know, you, I would stay home on Devin Booker. So, if Devin Booker is not involved in the pick and roll, like, I'm denying him. I'm not letting him catch the ball, first and foremost. Um, even if that is you have P.J. Tucker who's guarding Chris Paul, which started off last night. You, you have to blitz it. And what I mean by it is if you trap CP3 on a ball screen, like just make them beat you with their rotation. Mm-hmm. Like Because my thing is I can't have Devin Booker and CP3 going off for the points they did last night being in one-on-one ideal situations against Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. 
So, I mean, Brooke Lopez didn't play the entire fourth quarter. But you're going to need to play him in games mm -hmm. because of the size advantage that you have. I mean, literally being on the court, like you would have thought that the, the Bucks were the varsity team and the Phoenix Suns were the JV team just height-wise, height-wise, right? Because they were so much bigger. But when you space out the court like that, it works to the smaller team's advantage because it allows CP3 and Devin Booker to cook. It is really, like again, the the – the isolations that they were able to get, just seeking out the matchups they wanted, that's what this was. It was, you know, again, you mentioned the coaching part of it, and that's certainly, you know, how I felt when watching it. At no point, even when they were making a little bit of a push, there was no point where I'm like, oh, the Bucks, the Bucks going to get back in. The Bucks got this. None of that. I had no confidence in them watching, and that's really been the storyline from, you know, I mean, after the Heat series forward. It just felt like the adjustments you were waiting for needed to happen I said they happened because of injuries, not because of anything that they did. Now, Jay, I want you to react to something that Stephen A. Smith said uh, on SportsCenter last night because it is something you and I have both talked about when it comes to the Bucks. Take a listen. It is mind-boggling to me how I'm, I don't, I don't want to be insulting, but absolutely clueless the Milwaukee Bucks appeared last night in being, in, you know, and being prepared for this game. Uh -huh. You know that CP3 and Devin Booker, you know what they're going to give to you, particularly when they're hitting their perimeter shots. But a guy like CP3 is literally picking defenders. Who am I going to pick on next? Right. And absolutely, positively no adjustment was made whatsoever, and that's why he looked so spectacular. Jay, I believe that Stephen A is right and wrong. He's right on everything he says about the lack of adjustments. He's wrong in that it's mind-boggling. Because what did we say two games into the series with the Nets? I mean, they were getting smoked in those two games. Smoked. I mean, just absolutely. Now we've been saying this the whole playoffs about them, haven't but, we? Right. The whole so, playoffs. So the Nets lose Kyrie. Harden's got a hamstring injury. He's compromised. But losing Kyrie turned that whole series, as we know. And Kevin Durant almost eliminated you by a toe. You would have been out if, he, if his toe is inside that three-point or outside that three-point line. So we know that. There was no adjustments made. It was no adjustment. They lost a key player. And then the Atlanta series, you couldn't do anything with that offense. You couldn't do anything with Trey Young. He got hurt. Mm -hmm. That was to your advantage. Preach. So I am not saying that you don't deserve to be in the finals. You get there because of, of your ability to stay healthy, your durability, Plus all that stuff, right? Some fortuitous bounces. But when we are talking about being surprised that watching that game and seeing how the Suns got whatever the hell they wanted, got the isolations, got the matchups. Oh, oh, where is he? Like Chris Candy always used to tell me that a bad offensive lineman, guys would fight over the bad offensive lineman. Like it's my turn. Like who's yeah. going to take turns because everybody wants to get a sack? They called that guy the fish. Well, in basketball, you, t you tend to have that guy. <laughs> and that guy like, like, oh, Bobby Portis out here? Where's that fish? Bring him my mm -hmm. way. Whoever you got, you're screening for me so I get it. They're going to switch. And now it's me against Bobby Portis. If Bobby Porter can't guard guards, he can't guard Chris Paul. So I feel like it's not mind-boggling. And my concern about this series is, unless, just like we saw in the previous two series, someone gets hurt, hopefully not, but unless someone gets hurt, what change, what switch, what history shows us that the Bucks will adjust to this? There is none, and you're exactly right. We, and, and, and people were saying this before, that wasn't me hitting on the Bucks. Like, look, I think Giannis is spectacular. I think Chris Middleton has proven that he can be a number one option and own that. Um, I think this team has all the pieces to win a championship. But when you watch the in-game adjustments in the playoffs, like that's what leaves my head just spinning, spinning. They're, they're in-game adjustments that you just make yeah. on switches or 
hey, last night, like, let's go zone. We have size and we have length. Like, let's, let's give them different looks via zone, 3-2 zone. Give me a different matchup zone. Try different things. Even go a box in two. Force Jay Crowder. Force Mikel Bridges. Force these other guys. Make them beat you. Whereas as CP3 and Devin Booker go for 59 points and 15 assists because they're targeting individual matchups that they wanted to get, and they got it. NBA boxing too. I would love to see it. Oh, yeah, God. why not, Monica? We do. We think about how teams flip out when they see a two-three no, zone. You're absolutely Monica. right. You're absolutely right. I, I mean, at this point, you have to get creative. But Jay, let me ask you this: At what point does it become? I'm not waiting for the call to come from the bench. Like if PJ Tucker is supposed to be my grit guy, or or Drew Holiday is supposed to be, you know, my defensive leader. What at what point is it? Yo, this isn't working. I'm about to blow up the screen. When I call for it, come. Like let's blitz. At what point are the is there room for in-game adjustments to come from the five that are on the floor in the uniform getting abused and misused mm. by the screen? I mean, you would think that that would be the case, but I, I you know, I, I don't, I don't know the answer to that, Monica. I, you know, you would have, I'm not going to knock PJ Tucker and his defensive prowl that he had on Kevin Durant, because I think he played his ass off. Mm-hmm. I think he played it, to guard. Kevin Durant is really tough, but there is a certain point where I, I wonder that about the team, like CP three, leads his team yep cp3 will say hey you don't do this let's do this i don't know who that player is on the bucks team i don't know who who is the guy that says hey why are we in this defensive scheme why aren't we in this Mm -hmm. or like there, there doesn't seem to be that floor vocal like just leader Mm -hmm. navigator Mm -hmm. drew holiday is a combo guard who is a great defensive player, but he's not an orchestrator. Like, CP3 is an orchestrator and is a vocal orchestrator. I, I don't know who the Bucks have on their team that would demand that from Coach Bud. It's amazing. You're right. You got, and, and again, Giannis playing, just playing a week after that injury, you, you know, tip your cap to him, and it just shows you, you know, his toughness, but also Pilates works, everybody. Right, yeah. <laughs> hot, hot Pilates works, Alan. Yeah, you stability and, and all that stuff, man. I mean, that's the only way. You Alan, are you at the front of the class or the back of the class when you do Pilates? You would definitely want me in the back of the class. You're too big yeah. to be at the front. Yeah, I would be know, irritated. Yeah. I can't see the instructor. This <laughs> yeah, big dude you know is like I mean? fumbling around. <laughs> Move. He's so oh. limber. Look yeah. at him. It's like a God. like a tree. He's already really good at this. He practices consistently. What do you mean I'm not good at it? How do you even? I mean, you only eat 76 Reese's pieces because you're like. I'm just mm. make, making a point. Why do you bring that Jay, up, by the way? Because I'm so, like, disappointed in you. That's such <laughs> I mean, a prissy, like, thing to binge. That Reese's early in the morning? I was joking. It was a no, you joke. Weren't. Jay, if you go to a restaurant and they put bread on your table, do you eat the bread immediately or do you wait five minutes? I eat the bread immediately if it's Come hot. On, man. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, America. Thank well, you. I see, you, yes. you have wasted a good amount of time on this show talking <laughs> what, about something like that off of social media. Because I've really got curious. a lot of responses. But it's really what do you, what, I mean, why, why, why am I letting the, the bread soak? It's it, not wine. Apparently, not, it's it tacky a, to grab it, according to people on Twitter. Yeah, there was a poll that was on Twitter that Monica brought <laughs> no, to the that's show. That's outrageous. That's outrageous. <laughs> and and ninety seven percent of the people said, "Of course, you eat the bread right away," and which tells me that three percent of the, there's still three percent of the population that has a serious issue. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they, they, well, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Growing up, my mama always said, "You eat it while it's hot. <laughs> you come no here, point. you eat it while it's hot." I, I'm not I'm not serving cold food. Point. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Chris Paul was serving it up hot. Yeah, he was last Look night. That. What a hey, transition. You're welcome. And and so to get back into the NBA Finals, which of course you can hear full coverage on ESPN Radio tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern is the coverage that begins for Game Two. Um, but his what he's been, I, I think it's 
it's no longer something that, that you just – it's accepted. He goes to that team, and he sort of took them to that next level. We saw in the bubble there was some promise with the Suns. We saw it in the bubble, hey, keep an eye on this team next year. But his arrival has meant so much to that young core and to Monty Williams. And, and I want, let, let's listen to Devin Booker after the game. Now, D-Book had a, you know, 27, but one for seven from three. You know, he really wasn't the main piece in this game. It was Chris Paul. He was the engine, and Devin Booker acknowledged that. Anybody that counted Chris Paul out, I mean, we just went down his track record of, you know, he's walking in the Hall of Fame, first ballot. You know, so you can't ever count any guy out that has done the things that he's done on the court. So, you know, if I hear things like that, which I did, you know, I take it as complete nonsense. You know, if he doesn't play another game for us, you can still pay him his contract. His effect's that big. You know what I'm saying? So he he moves his team. He leads his team daily. And just having him in the locker room, I'm not even talking about anything he does on the court, takes the team to that next level. It's amazing to think that, over the summer last year, or not over the summer, during the uh, offseason, when there was talk about Chris Paul being on the move, where would he end up? And people, 36 years old, $40 million, and an option year, no way, overpaid, old, end of his rope, nothing left, why would you do that? Terrible, albatross contract. Jay, is he worth every penny for the Suns? Yeah, because of the culture. And all those things that you mentioned, Alan. Here's... um. Here's one thing I love about CP3, and I heard it last night, and it's not on every NBA team. Monica, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This is not on every NBA team. It's on the few that get a chance to elevate. It's trust. Mm-hmm. It really, and, and, and those are. It's funny when you have trust in the work environment. Man, that makes a hell of a difference. You can talk to people. You can be around people. You you buy into people. They invest in you. You invest in them back. And what I watch on this team is that it's like they all ride with each other all the time. Like they're not afraid of confrontation. And you know us when you have confrontation, when you feel like you're in battle and somebody says something to you and maybe their tone is a little bit off or maybe it's not the way they typically communicate to you, like you listen to it because you understand that you're in battle. And I feel like between the way Monty Williams – chooses the words and how he is around young players, right? I'm not going to call you out. I'm going to call you up. Like those slight things make you buy into who people are, make you buy into how people lead you. And even for CP3, I think going to Houston and then going to OKC, I think he made major adjustments in how he communicates to people and the time he puts in with the younger players. You saw that with Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and now you're seeing it with Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. That type of mentorship with them buying back and forth to each other, you see it translate on the court. Now, I'm not saying the Bucks don't have that. I'm just saying what the Suns do have, like that's, that's really special. That's a difference maker between a championship team and a team that gets there and can't get over the hurdle. And his value, too, to Monty Williams, right? That, that, that proverbial coach on the floor. I mean, he's almost legitimately that more than any other point guard you can think of in the league because of the experience factor of what he's been through and, of course, the respect factor from his teammates. And, as I mentioned, Chris Paul, the Suns, three wins away from an NBA championship. Again, coverage of Game 2 tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio. And of course, Jay Will on NBA Countdown on ABC. Keyshawn, Jay Will, Zubin, brought to you by California Almonds, country versus country, you versus the home printer. No matter the competition, you need natural fuel. Almonds are exactly that fuel for the best you. Almonds are natural, energy-packed, stay-on-task, feel-good fuel 
to power you through. California almonds own your every day, every day. Yes, the philosophy and (laughs) culture and everything else that goes with the Aaron Rodgers story. And now, of course, at the match yesterday, allowing that conversation to continue, I have this crazy theory that I feel like he's kind of playing this whole thing. He's making them squirm in Green Bay, that he's making them understand, like, this, is, this would be life without me. Are you sure you want this? Be careful what you wish and all the other cliches that go with it. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Let's bring in Jeremy Fowler, our ESPN senior NFL reporter, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Jeremy, good morning. So as I found something interesting from just the, I guess, the jabs going back and forth with Tom Brady, the questions that were asked, of course, of the Turner Sports guys uh, to Aaron Rodgers about it. The fact that Aaron Rodgers... Because you know this stuff doesn't happen in a vacuum, right? They're not catching him by surprise, asking him about it. He had to say, yeah, yeah it's fine. Right. We can talk about it. I just, the more I see it and the way he answers things in like this sort of passive-aggressive way suggests to me that I don't know if he's totally gone from Green Bay or if he's just enjoying keeping them on the skillet and letting them burn a little bit and letting them squirm, <laughs> not knowing whether or not he's going to be there for week one. Well, good morning, everyone. It's probably both. It just feels like Aaron Rodgers and everybody involved in the match yesterday was in on the joke, right? And so Rodgers, in true standoff form, is not showing any emotion. He's not showing his cards. He's basically telling everybody, you all don't know exactly what you're talking about. Only I know all the intricacies and details of all this along with the Packers. And so, you know, asking around the league, there's a sense and a belief that, that, you know, Green Bay, though still hopeful, is probably a little bit torn. They weren't necessarily expecting answers from Rodgers, uh, but some people there still believe, hey, look, this guy uh, is dug in. And he might not show up. Now, some are still hopeful that he will show up for training camp. There's no clear-cut answer no matter who you ask around the league. The only thing that's clear-cut right now is they don't plan on trading him, uh, at least this summer. Mm, Okay, so... Nor should they. (laughs) Listen, Fowler, I'm of the opinion that he's dug in, and if we're going to let the thing burn, let it burn completely. (laughs) If we were to put a timeline on the resolution for this, when do you see it coming? Well, Monica, I think if it gets closer to week one, then the Packers will be forced to make some sort of decision. I know right now their plan is to wait this out and, and put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' court and let him sort of dictate when he comes in uh, how this is going to go. And so, and really, they're going to wait to see if he wants to threaten retirement, which I, at least publicly has not done. Uh, maybe he's done that privately, but uh, they're going to sort of – you know, put the ball in his court, see what he does. And then if it gets closer to week one, then they have to go with Jordan Love at that point. Um, you know, hoping that maybe if Rodgers were to show up, that, you know, he, because he's an MVP, he's been in the league almost 20 years, that he would be ready. But considering how difficult it is to play quarterback, they would have wanted him in with some reps of this team. So they would have to sort of move on at that point. But it's really not over until, like, late October because that's the trade deadline. Uh, and, you know, Green Bay, if they were to make a move in the future, it wouldn't involve anything with 2021. It would be future future draft picks, future players for 2022. So they don't have to be rushed into any sort of decision, even if this goes well into August. But at that point, they would give the reps to Jordan Love and just hope that he develops into a great quarterback. Jeremy, we have some breaking news. Uh, Aaron Rodgers tied his shoes yesterday. You're coming. <laughs> Come on. Okay. I, I, I can't help you it, Monica. I'm, I'm sorry, Jeremy. News. It, it's just it, I, I can't with every day – on Aaron Rodgers. But you know what I can do? We love drama. We love it. And I feel like it's a hard knock life for the Dallas Cowboys because hard knocks is coming out. 
and they're set for hard knocks. What what storylines with the Cowboys, America's team, do you think we should be ready for? Hey, I'll gladly take some other breaking news. We can talk about another team. We've talked about Aaron Rodgers so much with no movement. But the Cowboys, I'm watching Ezekiel Elliott. You know, there's a a feeling around the league when you talk to some personnel evaluators that that the last two years, Zeke Elliott has not been his explosive self. Only seven rushes of 20-plus yards the last two years. So they believe, look, if this guy's healthy, best shape of his life, he can still be the best running back in the game. He just hasn't been that. So that's what I'm watching for. You know, there are rumors out of Dallas that, that he is in great shape. He's ready to go kind of reclaim that 2016-2017 form. If he's there, even though the running back position has been a little devalued around the league, he changes things for Dak Prescott, the offensive line, everybody on that team. And then, you know, Dak, he's ahead of schedule, but he's still got a show in training camp and preseason games that he can plant and throw off that back foot in a congested pocket. Uh, He hasn't proven that yet, and so he's going to have to. Jeremy Fowler joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. So Trevor Lawrence signs his rookie deal, 30, about almost $37 million there. So number two, number three pick, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, so far not. Now, did they have to wait for his contract to sort of set the ceiling, or is there more things that need to be done, especially on the Jets' front, because they don't have anybody else to throw, throw, the, quarter, to throw the football for the quarterback? No. The Jets have no quarterbacks with NFL experience right now. And so, you know, they want to, at the very least, lock up Wilson before training camp. So it made sense for Wilson to wait for Lawrence to go first because Trevor Lawrence was fighting for no offset language in his contract, which means if he gets cut in year three or four, he can double dip. He gets his guaranteed money from Jacksonville and he can go sign with another team. So he won that battle. So Zach Wilson can probably go to the Jets and say, hey, I want no offset language in my contract either. Uh, I think the Jets will be fine with that, but there are always some little intricacies you've got to work out with these deals you know they're they're pretty cookie cutter now there aren't any major holdouts I don't expect Wilson to hold out should get done but he was most likely waiting on Lawrence in this case so closer to training camp I think that will get wrapped up definitely needs to like I said there's no one else on the roster right now that's a big question mark too who's going to be that vet in the locker room Jeremy always good to catch up with you my man thanks so much Thanks, everyone. Appreciate it. All right, Jeremy Fowler. Aaron Rodgers chewing his gum. Senior NFL reporter. That's hilarious. (laughs) Joins us on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear. Helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. The beautiful mystery that is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Come on, Jay. You know it's still a great story, (laughs) and everybody needs to know what's going to happen next. Meanwhile. But no one knows, Alan. No one knows. That's the point. Oh, we know. It's provocative. Everybody loves it. It gets the people going. Going. What do the Bucks need to do to bounce back in game two of the NBA Finals? Monica says don't play Giannis. Oh, we'll discuss about, more oh, next. KJZ, ESPN Radio. Overreaction. And, of course, Sirius XM Channel 80. There were two completely different levels of sharpness in this game. I'm sorry. Phoenix was just so much more prepared, so much more confident. Absolutely clueless, the Milwaukee Bucks being prepared for this game. Phoenix was that much sharper than the Milwaukee Bucks. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. That is the point God at work, because there's nobody in the league who does it better. If he feels a bit behind him, he crosses the ball in front of his body, he slows his tempo, he actually draws the foul. Doris Burke, Mark Kester on the call, ESPN Radio, as Chris Paul leads the Suns to a Game 1 win of the NBA Finals over the Bucks. 118-106, CP3 goes for 32 points, 9 assists. He joins Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Tim Duncan as the only players in finals history to have a 30-point game at the age of 36. Game two tomorrow night and coverage begins 8 p.m. Eastern right here on ESPN Radio. American sprinter Shakari Richardson will not be on the team for the 4x100 relay. Now remember, she won the 100-meter dash at the U.S. team trials but then received a 30-day ban for testing positive for marijuana. The ban would have been up in time for her to compete in the 4x100 at the Olympics, but it decided against adding her to the team. Speaking of teams, the team of Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau, they defeated Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson in the latest version of The Match. During a broadcast on Turner Sports, Rodgers was asked about playing week one and responded with, I don't know. The match did raise $2.5 million for Barack Obama's My Brother's Keeper Alliance and helped supply over 6 million meals to Feeding America. SportsCenter brought to you by DraftKings. Download DraftKings app and use code KJZ to get a free shot at millions of dollars. Up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn, Monica McNutt here. J. Will in Phoenix for the NBA Finals. And we are joined on the Goodyear Hotline by John Barry, ESPN Radio NBA analyst, former player as well, also in Phoenix. And uh, they say it's a dry heat, right, John? (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, sure is. <laughs> hey, first of all, uh, congrats to Monica uh, for the finals debut. Thank Knocked you. it out of the park. Thank you. Congrats, Thank you. To, congrats to Alan for the Knicks being somewhat relevant. <laughs> and congratulations to Jay Williams for getting up. <laughs> but was he on hour one? Was he on hour one? Um, I'm, I, I I'm was up. not if on I hour one, I wasn't playing golf, you guys would not have me here, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and... Can I get a bite with me saying something? Did I not say anything on the air last night during no. the game? You're in I, I mean, I hear Johnny, TJ, Doris. Like, jeez, oh. Kestisher, what, what's the deal? Uh, yeah, no love, JB. I listen to where, you, where are you JB. playing, JB? You're First off, where are you playing? You can't say you're, you're, you're about to play golf. True, I got true, yeah, true north. We got a 6.27 a.m. time. And then uh, Paradise Valley this afternoon for the second 18. You're going out this afternoon? Wow. Tremendous day. Of course. That's, need an yeah, it's like it's gonna be like 110 today. <laughs> hey man. Sunblock, JB. Sun's out. Some, sun's out. I gotta smell the grass. Somebody's got priorities, Jay. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> but uh but but still, and yeah, by the way, why, why haven't we heard JB in any of these calls? We gotta have to work on that. We have talk to our producers. Did. But Monica again with the debut on the, the pre and post. So again, great job by you. Thank you, thank and you. And also by Chris Paul. John, are we looking at, at, at a Suns team? Like our irrational takes after game one, right? We always do this. We overreact on everything. It's like week one of the NFL, all right? We, we predict a team going into the playoffs. I'm looking at game one, and I'm looking at the way the Suns were able to play their preparation and also what the Bucks didn't do defensively against them. And I'm looking at it and thinking to myself, the Suns have got this series because I just don't see how the Bucks can adjust enough and whether or not Giannis can do enough to overcome what Chris Paul and the Suns were able to do in game one. Agree or disagree? Uh, well, I'm going to agree that I'm, I'm not saying that this is over. Remember, you go back to the Atlanta series in the conference final for Milwaukee. Uh, Trey Young had 48 in game one, and it's the same play. I mean, it's the high screen and roll. And they decided to stay big in that game one, they switched with Brooke Lopez or Bobby Portis or whoever, whatever big they use up there. And they got torched by Trey young. Uh, they went to a more switching, uh, defense as the series progressed. Uh, and then fortunately for them, Trey young went out. So maybe they do need Chris Paul to go out to have a chance to win. Uh, but no, look, they're going to get better. Uh, but again, I just, the high pick and roll, you can't give great players the same look and, if you get the same look, obviously, we saw Chris Paul just toying with whoever it was, right. whether it be Portis or Lopez or uh, Bryn Forbes got a lot of it too. Uh, they're going to have to just change it up. And, and again, a, a steady diet of the same thing is not going to work. JB, I was curious. Why don't you think we see Coach Bud do more things like, you know, play a box in one or a triangle in two or give you different looks via zone-wise. Like, And I know that Phoenix obviously can shoot the ball, but, you know, just watching like those in-game adjustments, why don't you think we see more of that? Uh, I don't know. I, I You know, you have a style that you play uh, and you believe in it and you just believe that you just have to do it better. Um I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm trying anything, particularly when a guy's got it going. Uh, I, I want to make the best player not be able to do the things that he does best. What does Chris Paul do best? He plays pick and roll and he gets in the mid-range. So I'm not going to allow that to happen. Uh, it's like I'm not letting Michael Jordan take the last shot of a game. 
I, you know, Steve Kerr buried one, John Paxson buried one, but I'm going to take my chances with that. Aren't my odds better by doing that? So I'm going to make Jay Crowder, who didn't make a shot last night, make some shots when it's down the stretch. I'm going to get it out of the hands of Booker. I'm going to get it out of the hands of Paul and make them do their second or third option. That's what the playoffs is all about. Do not let a team get to their first option. All right, JB, so let's say that the Bucks devise a scheme defensively that allows them to slow the pick and roll but not necessarily contain. What do they need to do offensively? Because I was kind of struck by the fact that they didn't really look to get out in transition either. Yeah, well, the Bucks, uh, I don't think, play very intelligent, intelligently on the offensive end at times. Um, That's a really a nice way of saying it, JB. <laughs> Pardon me? That's a really nice way of saying it. Yeah, well, I mean, look, they they had games against Atlanta where uh, they they lived in the paint. They had 28 points in the first quarter of a game in the Eastern Conference Finals in the paint. I think last night they had 28 at half. Uh, things start working for them, and then they get away from it. And, you know, the more as I've watched them doing the whole Eastern Conference Finals and then here, they don't have a Chris Paul, right? They don't have a point guard that's an extension of their staff to get their team into all the things that they need to do that are successful. And that's no fault of any player on the Bucks. Drew Holiday is not a point guard. Drew Holiday is a combo guard. He's a basketball player, and he's damn good at everything he does. But they don't have somebody that can get this team into the sets and get them where they need to be like a Chris Paul. And I did Philadelphia, Atlanta as well. They don't have it either. Ben Simmons, to me, is not truly a point guard. So you having a Chris Paul or a John Stockton or a Magic Johnson or any of these great point guards is invaluable mm-hmm. that a coach doesn't have to call all the plays. And, look, Bud wants to give them freedom. He wants to give Middleton freedom to play one-on-one, Giannis and Drew. But one-on-one basketball in the playoffs doesn't always work. I don't want to glaze over the fact that Giannis played, right? Because it is pretty remarkable that he can go for 20 and 17 a week after even he admitted he wasn't sure if he was going to play for a year after that knee injury. You know, you obviously played and, and you understand exactly how this stuff works. How surprised were you that he played and how effective he was? Uh, I'm stunned he played. Uh I apologize on the air last night to uh, Golick and Shanae because I said it was all fluff that they put him at questionable. Because <laughs> I said there's no way he's playing. Um, yeah, he looked good. And mm-hmm. it's a great positive sign for the Milwaukee Bucks that I-, I think his lack of aggressiveness was basically because he was tired. I don't think it had anything to do with the knee. And he said that after the game. The knee felt great. Uh, he w- his rhythm was off. His timing and you know when you don't play for a week of NBA basketball, riding a bike is not going to have you in shape. He was tired. He was bending over a lot. So he's just going to get better and better as long as nothing happens to the knee. It's a great sign. Uh, he was great on the boards. I thought he had great moments. And uh, for Milwaukee, it's a tremendous sign because uh, he, he's going to be back to Giannis, uh, hopefully for them, here in the next couple of ball games. And it just shows you, too, like, you know, athletes versus regular people. The rest of us would still have crutches <laughs> wrapped up, probably need a week off from work where we sit for a living. He's back in an NBA game a week later after an injury like that. Pretty remarkable stuff. JB, hit him straight, as they say. Enjoy the heat. <laughs>
I like to curve it, but uh, thank you. <laughs> Whatever works for you. John Barry, ESPN Radio NBA analyst on the Goodyear Hotline. So coming up, the road to the NFL training camp continues. Jay, we're 14 days away, Jay. 14. 14. How wow. confident is Jay that his Giants, the G-Men, could be contenders this year? We'll ask him after I tell you about Indeed. The reasons to find your next hire with Indeed are starting to add up. Look at the numbers. Instant Match searches millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates whose resumes fit your job description. They have 135 skills tests that can go beyond the resume to help you find the right candidates faster. And, according to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all the other job sites combined. All useful stats, Monica. So. If you want to multiply your employees and subtract the hassles of finding them, visit Indeed.com slash credit. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Michael is in Queens. Michael, what's up, man? And as far as key goes and the diva, key, you're so diva, it's more like Kiva should be your new name. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Not all day, but all morning for sure. And we thank you for joining us. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, Alan Hahn, Monica McDutt, J. Will joining us from Phoenix at the NBA Finals. Jay, how many days away from training camp are we? (laughs) 14. 14! Two weeks, Alan! You can so taste close. it. You can taste Two it. So close. Weeks. So with that in mind, we have our road to camp. We go with the confidence meter for teams contending for a Super Bowl this year. We did a handful of teams earlier in the show. And Pat's going to join us now to go through some more teams and decide what our confidence level is on these teams based on a 1 through 10 scale. Yeah, so 1 to 10. Jay, we'll start with you on this one. On your Giants, how confident are you Ooh. that they can contend for a Super Bowl? First off, I don't know how I feel about this question considering you're a diehard Eagles fan and you want me to join your misery. But uh, I, I will indulge. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a five. I'm a five. Just because I, I we five. have the pieces. Yeah, I'm Let's a five. Let it, logic. Yeah, let me, let me talk for a second, Come on. Pat. Here we go. 
because Daniel Jones just makes me worried, and I feel like I'm starting to become Alan Hahn, and I'm, I'm, I'm having anxiety when I think about DJ. Obviously, he's a Duke alumni. I want to see him take the next step in his career. This is the year where it's like him and Dave Gettleman, this is it. Like, either we're going to find out if you're a quarterback for the future, which I want you to be because you also come from my school, or if you're not, it's time to move on because we have the pieces around us. Kenny Galladay, Kendavis Tony. I mean, we have Saquon Barkley finally back. We worked on offensive line. We are there, but we need to see it come and complete, and that depends upon Daniel Jones getting us there. So I'm not sure. I'm nervous. That's where I'm at, Pat. That's where I'm at. I, I tell you what, though. I feel like your, your five is a bit optimistic. I was going more like – under five. My, I'll take the under. If five is the over-under, I'll take the under. I'm going to like four confidence wow. level. Don't, you know what? That's some over. jet stuff, Monica. That's some jet it's stuff very, right there. Don't Jetsian. listen to it. Why is that Jets? Nothing to do with the Jets. It's just what I, I see. It's a quarterback that has to be the linchpin, and you, he has to prove he can stay healthy, by the way. And, again, a defense that I'd also like to see pick up where they left off at the end of last season. I don't know if they will. And in a division where the Cowboys are going to dominate – what? Washington has Are a really good going to dominate? Is that I, like think gonna, that. I think they're going to dominate. Listen, Absolutely. I'm at a six. I'm going above both of you guys because I think he is. I think he's going to raise rise to the occasion. I think that uh, Judge and that gang, they were turning, uh, beginning to turn a corner a bit last year. A little bit. And I'm going with momentum sticking for all the reasons that Jay They would have made the playoffs if it wasn't for Come on now. Uh, Come on now. the Eagles. They're not Pat. that far away. And, again, like I don't buy that the Cowboys are going to dominate the division, but the division is quite honestly – a toss up between at least three in my mind. I'm sorry. Uh, wow. That, that's why this was a trick question led by Pat, obviously, to start <laughs> off the whole conversation. Let's go ahead, an, Pat. Let's do another trick question. Uh, Han, join us in the misery, please. Uh, the New York Jets from one to 10. How confident are you that they can contend for a Super Bowl? Uh, zero. I mean, that's <laughs> fair. One. Why are they on the list? Right, they don't cool. even have a quarterback. On. Why are they even on the list? Signed. You heard Fowler. That's rude. How dare you? Next. Moving on. <laughs> I, still, I still love my Jets, so. You care. you can love them and they can be horrible. That's oh, yeah. fine. Well, I don't know horrible, but com- Super Bowl <laughs> not yet. Maybe next. I mean, year. how would you describe the Jets? How would I describe them? I work yes. Up and coming, Jay. <laughs> Up and Up coming. And coming. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're like you're like Amani Williams. I like it. There you're you not calling somebody out. You're calling them up. I like it. <laughs> Words have power. Yes. Come on, Pat. Let's go. What else we got? The L.A. Rams. Monica, starting with you. How Ooh. confident are you that they can contend for a Super Bowl from one to ten? You know, I. It better be is a ten. The, really. You know, really? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna How go, many fingers do you have? I, I got How ten. Many fingers? I'm gonna go. Well, there you go. I'm gonna go nine. That's fair. I'm not gonna go quite all in ten. Is this match that you know Sean McVay wanted so desperately and was so excited about? Is it really gonna be the thing that unlocks the squad? We gotta see. I mean, we love that defense. We know what that defense can do. Um, it's funny because when this trade went down, I think I was filling in for like Golick or something, and we had some callers from Detroit. It was like, hey, just just beware of virus remorse when it comes wow. to Matt Stafford. Now, different system, plenty of weapons around him. I'm going nine. Yeah, I feel I, nine. I, I'm gonna go ten. Okay. I, I think Ooh. they're next in line, right behind the Bucks for me. And look, mm-hmm. I, I think Matthew Stafford is one of those guys that obviously, you know, when you play in a bad organization, it, it's easy for people to take shots at you. But when you put some nice toys, some nice weapons around you, it makes a world of a difference. You're like, oh, wait, this is how it feels to yeah. throw to talented players. Or And I think Cam Akers is going to have a breakout season as well. I, I, nice it's call. a 10 Let's for them. Cam. For all yeah. the moves they made, Stafford, they better on. be a 10. Stafford's, Stafford just got out of the, the, the sewage tunnel at Shawshank in He's the rain. ready. Like, that's exactly what <laughs> Stafford the, is right now, Feel the opportunity man. with the offense like, and the just, weapons. Just, feel the just let it fall. Just, oh. All right, man. Freedom. Come on. Let's get it. Keyshawn's guy, cute Kyler. 
Out in Arizona. <laughs> Alan, starting with you. How four. confident are you? Yeah, four. Ooh. Tough division. Tough, tough division. Yes, defense got a little bit better. Yes, they have weapons, more weapons. Yes, that offense has a chance. All eyes now, of course, on on Coverboy Cliff, and if they can get that, you know, they can now take Cover it to the next Boy level. Cliff. Yeah, that, I mean, that picture of him in the, in, in the living Cliff. room. I mean, come right. on, man, that is special. <laughs> but you have, you know, you have a team in a tough division that they've got to figure out if this is the way to go forward, and this might be that year that decides it, whether or not, yes, this is the tandem, our coach and quarterback, or no, nah, this system just isn't going to get it done for us in the NFL. So I'm going to go four. Hmm. I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go five or six just because first off I really want to see Keyshawn Johnson just squirm <laughs> like it, it, it makes me happy when Kyler Murray plays well and he always refers to him as a you know cute it's cute it's, it's cute. cute quarterback it's, it's like, a cute system the air raid system you know it's cute it's cute but like look getting JJ Watt getting AJ Green like having yeah. the pieces around like they they've made moves and is it a tough division you're damn right it yeah. is. But it also feels like, okay, Kyler, like this is the same. You and Daniel Jones kind of in the same territory. Like, is this going to work or is it not going to work? Time to prove your worth. Uh, is is Keyshawn a sizist? I was about to say, I'm usually with Key on size. I was literally just about to say that. Give me the bigger quarterback. Give me the bigger point guards, the whole bit. But you can't knock the escapability of Kyler Murray. No, so no, that's I, But, like, in Key's Phrasing, book, Monica. Every time. Sorry, sorry, Jay. Love you. Every, you big, you're not oh, little. Wait, every, what do we say? I missed I'm it. Saying, <laughs> do, you know, do you know that crazy. every time Key referenced Wayne Krebet in his book, it's always like little Wayne Krebet? He would always have little to I'm just to, to tell you, man. It's a to remind. I, I, I think he's a sizist. That's what it's about. But it is you know, true, here, Here's the problem, Al. Even yeah. when I walk out of the studio, like, how tall are you, Al? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm 6'2". I'm not out. small, Monica. Jay hates walking between Key and I. <laughs> so hates annoying. It. He always creates that space, Monica, you know? Like, man, like I'm here. Joe Pesci. And it's like we just get closer to Jay to make him up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.